0: Edgy t episode 19, music. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is uh, episode 19, woohoo! I am Scott, and
1: I am Scott. Also, Duarte on this and all Chanal on that over end. Here.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starting like gangbusters. So yeah. let's get it out of the way first. Thank you to Mark Blasco for the podcast theme. The you can find more of his stuff over at www.podcastthemes.com, and uh, we will be hearing from him more shortly. We hope. Yes. So he's in the process of uh, working up some stuff for us. And uh, once we get it, you'll get it. The Beethoven of podcasts. That's right. That's right. He can quote me on that. (laughs) 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 So uh, let's see. Let's do email next. Uh, My email is scott at edgycation.org.
1: And mine is Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E at education.org. Uh, all one word, all lowercase.
0: Yep. So um if you haven't been to education.org, I don't know how you got this. You might be able might have got it through iTunes. But anyway, uh come to actually see the site. Uh see the site, stay a while, spend some money. <laughs> um the site address is www.education.org. That's education, not education because we're edgy wiki 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 wick, right.
1: you'll know it's our site because you'll see our ugly mugs on the uh web page
0: yep on the top left corner and i'm hearing reports that it's a little dark so i'm gonna have to we'll maybe switch to that other logo banner soon <laughs> right after i get off my butt But <laughs> till then so uh what do we got up today
1: Today, why don't you take it?
0: <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, academic excellence. Um, setting the bar. Yeah, setting the bar. Um, what is it? And because there's a couple different theories on it. Um, kind of related to the idea of what are we doing in the classroom? What are we? What are we? What do we want out of our students? Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to start with how far
1: we want them to. Expect them to go
0: right, right, and uh, how hard can you be on them, and uh, things like that, you know. So, without further ado, what do you think?
1: I'm all for
0: it. Okay, good. Me too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> thanks. See for, you next week. <laughs> thanks for listening to Edgy T-Sol. <laughs> Just kidding. You aren't getting off that easy.
1: No, you take it, and then I'll I'll chime in. All right. right. So
0: four cents. My my opinion is there's two schools of thought on it, and uh, one of the schools of thought is the t- more traditional variety of stuff, like um, this is a list, and I want you to memorize the list, and I want you to regurgitate that list back onto the test that I'm going to give you later, and then you're, it's okay if you forget it. That's... Pretty much, I know how I went to school. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, that's what happened when you know Copernicus discovered the sun on or decided the sun went around the earth, at, or the earth went around the sun that uh, <laughs> 500 year 593. I remember Mr. Barnes got me got real angry at me about that question, but um, hi, Mr. Barnes, uh, <laughs> shut but, out, but uh. <laughs> yeah my high school my junior high school history teacher Uh, but you know it's memorizing and some teachers still today still kind of give lip service to you know modern more modern educational theory but are still looking for the students to regurgitate a list of some variety, whether it's mathematics or in an English classroom, a uh, list of now which, which words are nouns, which words are things. Um, I'm not so in favor of that. Um, I don't disagree that there are some things that you just simply have to know, and there might not be a better way to learn them other than just straight rote memorization. But um, Well,
1: when you said there's still some teachers who give... Lip- that you're talking about American education, because Asian education, it's all about the memorization. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you go to any junior high or high school or university class, and it's teacher talks all the time, and you take notes, or I don't know, my students don't really take notes, but somehow you just memorize what's in the textbook, and that's
0: it. Right, right. Puke it out. And, you know, I see that, well, see, I guess the the difference that I'm making with that is I still see English teachers within arm's reach. (laughs) I mean, not in this room, but um, that still require, okay, here's the list, but they don't, I mean, they don't say it that way. It's all dressed up in a very kind of more student-centered version of that, but it still boils down to, I'm going to give you a test in three weeks and you need to give me my information back. That way I can see that you've learned it for the right. And I don't mean no likey.
1: Uh, to some extent, me like likey. To some extent, me don't like mm-hmm. Um, Going on vocabulary, mm-hmm. um, I do give them, if we do readings, I'll pick out 10 words or 10 words that I know uh, could be on the TOEFL test mm-hmm. um, or in their academic classes that they'll encounter in the future. And I'll have them, I used to have them keep a vocabulary journal. Right. And they would have to know what uh, part of speech it was used at in this context. Mm-hmm. Um, they would give me the sentence from the context. They would have to give me definition, of course. Right. That matches only this context. Right. And they would have to create an original sentence. Right. And I still think that's Yeah, I I has its place. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna Come
1: on, let's fight. Bring (laughs) it on Well, see
0: the thing is, I mean, I don't mind that as long as, you know, it's not I don't know, there's there's a limit to it.
1: Yeah. It's not the end all be all of the class.
0: Right. But, um, you don't do it just for the sake of having them do something so you can have a quiz score. No, All right. Because when I did that, I did it I did a similar thing, but in a different way, where they decide the word. They do have to they did have to learn you know part of speech, noun verb, whatever. had they did have to give a a, a definition and make a sentence in context for that word. So that you could tell that you knew what the meaning of that word was. Right. This is a book. This is not very descriptive for book. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but I didn't give them any of the vocabulary. It was totally, totally self, um, self uh, uh, determined, and I gave them quizzes on it. No, ask me the question.
1: How can you quiz them if you don't give them the list? Uh, if great everyone question. has their
0: own set. I love that question. That's my favorite question. So what I would do is have you know the students, in, in for the most part here, the students are sitting in pairs, right? Right. And so I would have the pairs switch books. First of all, you'd mark the, the words that you want on your quiz, and the students would switch books, and they would give each other those words on the quiz. It's and a little bogus. Uh, in what way
1: in that well they're marking which words they want so they don't have to they they know that mm-hmm. so they only have to study those words That's true that they put in whereas if they put all these words, if they chose all these words, mm-hmm. then they should have it, it all depends on how you do it. If right. you say you must have 10 words but you can put more than as many as you want right right then for the quiz choose 10 right right. Okay, I, I guess that's fair because some students will be lazy and choose only or do only ten words. Right. Whereas other students, you don't want to punish them for um, overachieving.
0: Well, and see that was that was my theory because I've heard other people say, "No, nah, that's bogus," um, and to a certain degree, perhaps. But at the same time, yeah, they do only have to learn those words, but they're still learning ten words, and it's ten words that are more important to them. And yeah, some students nerf the test. They may they make it, and but usually, what I found is it balances. The students that that do really well on those quizzes um, had didn't do as well on the the constructivist stuff that we would do outside of that. Right. So it in the end, it's still balanced out. You know, they would get better scores on the on the on the quizzes. But worse scores in the on the projects, whereas the students who really really pushed themselves on the quizzes and did hard quizzes, maybe their score for the quizzes weren't so good, but the scores on the projects were much better. Right. And so, I don't know. Is 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 it, is does that still qualify as bogus? Because in the end, I I'm don't still know. getting. Well, in your opinion, would it still qualify as bogus?
1: Um the projects have some somehow related to those words, or, or what? I, I kind of zoomed out. Um, okay. The,
0: <laughs> the, great. <laughs> if the host zones out. No, no, no. I, and I'll tell
1: you why. Because I was thinking of when I would use your system and when I wouldn't use your system. And I'll break into that as soon as okay. you. Uh,
0: um, well, because the, the the vocabulary journals were totally student self-determined as well, um. sometimes the projects dealt with it and sometimes it didn't. So um, did that answer your
1: question? Well, no. Be- well, then yeah, it's still bogus just because the students who are overachieving, who are striving to learn as much vocabulary and bombing on the quizzes, of course they're going to do better on the projects because more likely than not they're better students in general.
0: Right. But they don't bomb on the quizzes. That's that's my well, point. Y- I mean, generally. Yeah. Okay. I,
1: I I w- I wouldn't think that they would bomb. Right, right. If, if they're going for if they they're doing more work than expecting of them in the first place, they're going to be the ones who are going to be studying for the quizzes anyway.
0: Mhm. Mhm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's what I found it. was kind of like all right to- story time. When I <laughs> when I was in se- back back to 7th grade, uh, when I was in seventh grade, the uh, the seventh or eighth grade, the math teacher, or not the math teacher, the science teacher that I had, was so frustrated with the students. He decided he was going to have a little experiment, and the week before the test, castration. Yeah, um, he would. It was it was the the standardized tests that come out of the the textbook, and so he gave us all of the answers for the test, and he said, "I bet you." whether i give you the answers or don't give you the answers the grades that i get back will still fall in the same curve whether you whether you have the answers or not and exactly that happened the students who Did he
1: have a um oh, what do they call those things in in research groups a control group and a not uncontrolled group maybe okay <laughs> <laughs> I, was story, seventh, I was in 7th i was in 7th grade what do i
0: know <laughs> He might have done it with one class and not with another class. But I know this, the scores in our class didn't change still between... Still fell on the bell. Yeah, um, I mean, almost perfectly. And so, you know, kind of I when I when I designed the, the vocabulary book, I had that in mind. Students who are good students are going to do well no matter what. And they're going to learn no matter what. Even if you're a bad teacher, they're still going to come out ahead. Right. Um,
1: I've had plenty prove that one. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I was like, well, I might as, rather than giving them things that, that I deem as important, quote, quote. Right. Uh, I let them decide what's important because they're the ones that are going to be using this vocabulary later. And so, I don't know.
1: Okay. Here's, here's where that would work in my life and where that wouldn't work in okay. my life. Cool. Okay. Um, and I've stated this before in previous podcasts, but I have one class, which is IES, which is uh, basically academic, sh- hardcore academic English reading-writing. And I have uh, three classes, which are uh, English to English, which is still uh, academic English, but on a less strict scale. Right. For my IES class, I would not use your system because our cl- our students in the IES classes go on to content-based classes and then go on to mainstream English. That's the goal of every student in the IES program. So for them, I would want to – I never tell them you have to only do these words. You can choose – you can look up more words. If you don't know them, of course look them up. Um, but you're only going to be quizzed on these words. And the words I choose are words that I feel they will see again in content based courses. Okay. Whereas for my English 2 students, uh, where they're not necessarily going to go on to content based uh, English only mainstream classes, I would let them choose which would be more meaningful, uh, the words that are most meaningful to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm not expecting them to have to learn the academic English that the IES students uh, will need in their future. Okay. Now, blow that out of the water, that's fine, but that's right now. No,
0: and that makes sense, I mean, um, and I, I guess I didn't think to mention it, the the class that I did that with primarily were, were English 2 classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these kids, for the most part, were not going to end up overseas. Or in actually particularly stringent academic courses, anyway. Um, but I don't know. Partially,
1: we'll make a case for it in is Can you? Can you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So the is as an honors program, say. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, is is going to? It's going to be a similar situation. I mean, you're gonna. I I think that student self determination is important because I want to develop someone who can learn, period. Right. Doesn't I don't care what they're studying. They're going to be able to learn it because they've developed their own technique for actually gaining the information as opposed to uh, being spoon-fed information saying you must learn this because if you don't learn this, you can fail and you're going to die and then you're going to be homeless and then you're going to be nah, 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 like that.
1: But that's true
0: but it's not true (laughs) it's not true it's not well it's very rarely true but um you know and it's it's kind of kind of that idea of you know are we developing people who can recite Shakespeare or are we developing people who can sit down with any particular book and do it and so, and that's why I think you know the self choice is, is, is better with guidance. Now, I didn't give any of my English two students guidance, but um, I don't know. I think a combination kind of between yours and mine probably worked very yeah, well. Yeah,
1: probably. What kind of guidance did you have in mind?
0: Well, you know, have the students maybe I had my kids set up as on a weekly basis, but mm-hmm. um, have, have it check up have them check uh, split the class in two and each class and only half the class takes the quiz and then you can that gives you the opportunity to look at the kids for the next week look at their vocabulary list and say what it and suggest words for right. them have you thought about this and I don't your definition of this isn't that great you should go back and relook it look it up so that that, that it, putting that extra little bit of time it, it cuts down on the number of quizzes that you can give, but it it reinforces, at least you know, you, they're going to be, have more quality, what you consider as a teacher, more quality words.
1: Right. Well, let me give you a lazy teacher's perspective on that. Okay. Um, doing it my way, well, for IES, I only have one IES class. So that's only 30, uh, 25 students. Right. So if I did it your way, that wouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. English twos, the problem would come when, because I have three classes, I would have to check each student's personally to control, to make sure that they're using the, that the biggest problem I find when students are looking up words is they always choose just the first definition, Uh whether that fits the context or not. Mm -hmm. And so if everyone has different words, and of course you're going to have repetition between some students. Right, right, right. Um, but you're still having to check each one to see if they have it correct in that no. context.
0: Mm.
1: Each student's paper. So that's 75 paid per, uh, assignments
0: well, <clears throat> for okay. my,
1: my English twos.
0: I'm, I'm thinking less of collect it and then go through each book by hand and more of look over their shoulder while they're given the quiz.
1: But then how can you guarantee that they're doing?
0: No guarantees in life.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: <laughs>
1: so for so. The, the way I'm doing vocabulary right now is uh, for my IS, like they'll have a reading from a magazine or something, article. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll give them the list of words. And the first thing they have, I, I, I do it differently than I explained it earlier on, um, is first thing they have to give me a definition that they guess. From context, okay, and then they can look it up, okay. Um, and I don't check any of it. What I'll do is I'll put them in groups of three or four and make sure that they all check. So if all four of them have the wrong definition from context, well, then they're screwed. Right, right, right. And then I give them a chance to ask questions to verify.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. It's a good. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, I just part of the part of the thing is and you know you see in particularly in asia you know everybody's studying for one reason and that's a helpful test right or i mean to go overseas yeah but in order to go overseas you got to take the stupid test and so um you know i i guess there is value in being uh you know a vocabulary quiz you know Right. Sort of a thing, but but man, I hate that.
1: Well, I do too, and and I've only started recently getting back into vocabulary because mm-hmm. I, I used to not do it that yeah. hard, that stringently. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm teaching an IS one class, and our IS two teachers are always complaining. Oh, what did y'all teach them? You, they're not ready, and
0: they always say I that. Know, it doesn't. I know. You could give them a set of American students. Or Canadian or Western <laughs> students, and they'd be like, "Oh, what did you teach them? These second language learners don't know nothing." But I think it's just you know part of the job.
1: Well, I I agree with that, <clears throat> but I want to do at least look like I'm going through the most. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, extent.
0: yeah, you do want to you do want to make sure that you know the kids that you, that go up deserve to go up. But you know, they, still that kind of goes back to what is academic excellence? I mean is is it somebody who can who can you know pull out the whole list of vocabulary from the TOEFL test and recite it verbatim and spell it all correctly and t- is and tell you exactly the exact definition for each word and three synonyms and or is it somebody who can sit down with a book and go through the book and read it and have maybe you know a quarter of the words that they don't know but still be able to get a reasonable guess from context and be able to pull the ideas out of the book. Right. I don't know.
1: Then that's the
0: question. I, well, my answer is the <laughs> second one because I would much rather have a student who is able to, to get to the end rather than somebody who, you know, who can, can quote me a list. Right. Because I've seen people who can quote lists and, and, while it is an impressive skill and it does make them seem very intelligent, if you go off of that list they're they're done right and and lost and and you know it's it's kind of like the difference between studying a foreign language in your home country and then studying that same language overseas because once you get into the country that that language is spoken in <clears throat> there are times when it's a whole different ball game. Right. And you're walking around going, look, I've studied this for three years. Spanish, for example. Studied Spanish for three years, but down here in Mexico, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so we throw this out to you, the listener. Yeah. Sitting at home, pulling your hair out, saying,
1: these idiots, what are they talking about? That's okay. I, I don't know what we're talking about either. <laughs> well, no. I, I'm just thinking it goes back to... And and this is just um a made up example. Made up because it, it comes from a Hollywood movie. Okay. Actually from a play. Okay. Uh Proof. Which which was a, a good good play. But basically the character, um, the teacher, she she's a math whiz and she's daughter of a math whiz who who guy who wrote his own theorem. Right. And um so the teacher wants her to uh, know how to work the formula step by step, and she can just come to the answer and not really know how to, how it's done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so which is better is, is kind of going along the same lines. Right. And I'm just thinking, well, obviously, if you can come to the answer, that's fine. Right. But as teachers, we're still trying to teach information. Right. And it is important that the students are able to learn that information. Right. So the one who can... Who has no cognitive skills just is a heck of a memorizer?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that a word? That, it's a word
0: now. <laughs> <clears throat> right up there with truthiness, except probably won't be anywhere near as famous.
1: Uh, I'll take <clears throat> Colbert on. Yeah. Um. I, I lost myself on that one. Memorizer. Wh- who's a heck of a memorizer? You know that there's. It depends what their job is, and there there's pluses for both of them mm-hmm. now which is is would i favor i would favor probably the one who has the better cognitive skills mm-hmm. but still
0: yeah yeah um there's something i was going to assert but i can't remember my assertion
1: memorizer memorizer memorizer. yeah
0: no i can't memorize see that's why i'm talking about it um yeah, I mean, there is there is a a big difference. I mean, and, and I, I don't think there's anybody out there who's who says no. I want my students just be able to go list, you know, spout lists on demand. Um, but it does seem like a lot of maybe assessment um, is just set up that way. That if if you have a student who doesn't memorize well, they're they're kind of in trouble right a little bit and I know that that has been a uh, an issue with in in American public schools you know uh, primary and secondary um you know it's like well the students aren't learning the way that I learned when I was a kid you know so I want my kid to be you know bringing home spelling homework and whatever whereas then the other half of the some of the teachers are, are saying well but Computers have spell checks, and it is now the 21st century. And so, if they can't write down the spelling, I don't care because I'm not taking any handwritten work anyway. Right. Which is actually something that I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, because I, 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 I'm 36 years old, I'm a grown man. There are some things I can't spell, but you would never know it because on the computer, I spell almost everything right.
1: Yes, but you add one s and you'll be an ass, and the computer won't. Uh, if you're saying, well, see, that's then, the thing.
0: See, now that's where proofreading comes in, and yes. that's a whole different skill. That's true. That's <laughs> true.
1: And that you do teach.
0: Yes, yes, because I get a lot of that. But, um, <laughs> but you know that it is something. I mean, what is academic excellence? Is it is it being able to jump over this bar at any particular time, or is it? is it knowing what the what the test is you know what what the bar how the bar is put together so you can go around it and tell say that you jumped over whatever right um i mean yeah academic excellence is being smart but (laughs) i remember when i went into graduate school my professor always told me works don't work don't work hard work smart and so you know it's like you can and in that context, it was he was saying, you can memorize this whole list, but you don't have to because you're not only going to use a third of it. Right. So go and, you know, do what you got to do. And as you go through whatever your process is, then you're going to find out which words are important. And you are going to memorize them almost whether you want to or not. True. So I don't know.
1: Well, it all depends. I mean, in every class, you're trying to teach cognitive skills anyway. Right. Um, but between those cognitive skills, I still feel okay. You need to give students need to have something finite. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: Some goals.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't really. There's nothing there I can argue against specifically.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, and it, it all depends. Um, outside reading, I'm I'm having my students read Hatchet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is a great young adult uh, novel about a kid lost in the wilderness. And so I'm giving them quizzes, just uh, comprehension quizzes, to make sure that they're doing the reading. Right, right. But it is, if you've read it and retained it, then that's what it is. It's it's not any big picture questions. Right, right. Um. Because I don't think a lot of students could get that, mm. so we will the big picture questions we'll talk about in class, okay, but on the quizzes the, the the just general did you read quizzes, it's all retention, and not necessarily, I guess memorization to a certain extent.
0: right, right? yeah, because I remember I remember way back when I was a kid. I remember reading, doing these readings for my English teacher.
1: As I walked up the hill, both, <laughs> both ways. Both ways,
0: while it was snowing.
1: Without any shoes on.
0: Anyway, <laughs> I read, the, I I read, the, I read the book. I read it. I swear to God, I read it. But you would never know that based on the test, right? Based on the quizzes that I I got, they'd be like, "Why didn't you read this?" I'm like, "I did read it." And then I would start quoting like different parts right that 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 weren't on the quiz and they'd be like well i guess you did read it but you still got a zero on the quiz
1: and and i'll agree it's not not 100 percent fair
0: yeah you, okay you
1: return different things i win ah, <laughs> it's 99 percent fair yeah no not nah. really but
0: but uh anyway so uh we're interested to hear what you have to say about it i put a uh Put a forum post up in uh, the new forum. Says big questions, and uh, I put it up on a blog, and I noticed that it popped up to the front of the front of the site. So I was a little excited about that. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, academic excellence is something that we will probably talk more about at a later date.
1: Yeah, because I have a different direction I wanted to take it. But okay. I think we're.
0: Yeah, we're at thirty-one. Okay. So let's go ahead and wrap up for this week. Cool. And Maybe we'll do uh, it
1: next week. That we'll would be we'll cool. do uh, part two. Part two.
0: Do. <laughs> and so thanks everybody for listening um, come check out the forums put in your two cents see now nah, I, I popped the P there and you I did wasn't pop supposed the P to there. Um, put in your two cents tell us what you're thinking tell us we're smart tell us we're stupid and give us a quiz
1: <laughs> see how much of the information that we talked about today we actually retain that's
0: right that's right so thanks for joining us uh, we will talk to you again next week Peace. Take care